Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Every week on Jordan, Jesse Go, we sail the high seas. It's America's premier nautical podcast from tall ships to steam freighters. Hoist the sails, prepare the hardtack, sharpen the swords, laddies, for the seven seas will be ours to pillage. We'll be drinking mead. Is that, is it? Shit. Jesse, we've been doing this show. We've been doing this show for for 11-ish years. Yeah, and every week we talk about about maritime issues, nautical life, what... You're dealing with the big questions of the day. What do you do with a drunken sailor? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Early in the morning. <laughs> yeah. What if you don't have a longboat? Exactly. Where do you put him till he's sober? Yeah. Um, oh, if you put him in the cabin with the captain's daughter. Oh, oh, boy. Yeah. But, frankly, I'm getting a little weary of the sea. Really? Yeah. She's a harsh mistress. Um my obsession with the sea has destroyed all my relationships. I've never even had a relationship because of the sea, except for my relationship with my trusty shoulder parrot. Sure. <laughs> and listen. And that's a mostly uh, poop on my shoulder based relationship. Listen, you know, we all love Sparky. <laughs> right. And his poop. Right. But what if we just, what if we turned over a new leaf starting today? Uh huh. We are not men who are married to the sea. Nope. She is no longer our. Harsh, wet mistress. Right. <laughs> our, our, our salty babe. What if we... Are you suggesting, Jordan, that we put her away wet? <laughs> yeah, well, we wrote her hard. Yeah. We certainly wrote her hard. Uh-huh. So I say let's, 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 let's commit ourselves to a life of, of, of land-lubbing. Uh-huh. You can, you know, get to know your uh, wife and three or four kids. I don't know. You probably don't know at this point. Couldn't tell you. Um... <laughs> You know, I can get started on some crafts projects <laughs> that you've been putting off. Yeah, I know you got those crazy scissors, and you've been excited to use them. Yeah, um, I think scrapbooking is going to be big for me. But right. so, what? What if just today mm-hmm. we we put the sea to bed because she's been nothing but cruel to us? Right, and we just chat. Really, we've got a we've got just as a bridge till we can find out what the next topic is for the podcast. The whole show, we just gab. We just gab. There's a. There's an amazing guest from the world of comedy and publishing here. Really? Because initially, are we had talked about booking a seafaring guest. <laughs> yeah, just some of the booking didn't work out. Uh, agents, managers, timing. Ugh, everybody's so busy. Well, oh, I, we're so busy. We're the trade routes these days. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so what if we, we introduce him, Yeah. talk to him a little bit about some of his exciting new ventures, share stories from our lives, and just see where it goes. Do you think even though he's not seafaring, he might know something about spices from the Orient? Only one way to find out. Okay, well, our guest on this week's program, a writer for Conan, the Conan O'Brien Late Night Television Program, uh, also the author of a brand new graphic novel, uh, and a beloved past Jordan Jesse Go guest. By the way, I'm aware that I said novel. Mm-hmm. I know that. I know that I said novel. <laughs> That's how sea folks say it. Are <laughs> <laughs> Rob Cutner? Hi, Rob. Me novel. Hi, hi, me. <laughs> <laughs> Is it hi, me? I thought it was Rob. Yeah, <laughs> that's just on my ID. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rob, oh, welcome back to Jordan Jesse Go. It's nice to see you again, friend. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, do you know anything about spices from the Orient? Um, only cumin. 
Okay, because I ate an amazing cumin spiced lamb dish yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was in I went to a podcasting conference, mm-hmm. which I cannot in good faith recommend. <laughs> and I w- it was in Anaheim, California. You you familiar with Anaheim, California at all, Jordan? Oh yeah. <laughs> um and I did... They call it America's fuck basket, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, bread basket. Right. Sorry. Um, so I was at a weird hotel mm-hmm. right next to Disneyland, uh, which is just – it is w- – like Anaheim, for anyone who's never been to Anaheim, it's big mm-hmm. and it's just mostly these giant roads, just enormous roads. Yeah, to get people to and from Disneyland. Yeah, it's like an entire city dedicated to families of five each wearing a different embarrassing hat. Mm-hmm. It's like that shoot at the uh, at the abattoir that just they just slide the cab <laughs> down. <it. laughs> yeah, exactly. Until it hits the rotating blades of California <laughs> <Merch> Adventure. <laughs> and uh, I was my I was on a panel. But if at the you can dodge the conference. blades, here's the good thing about if that: if you can dodge the blades, you get a collectible pin. Yeah. That is nice, and I lo- I love to trade those with my friends. It's so fun, especially around the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm at the podcasting conference. My thing ends at eleven. I figure, look, I'm going to chat with Helen Zaltzman mm-hmm. and Chuck Bryant sure. for a few minutes, our friends from the world of podcasting. But then once I'm done doing that, I'm going to be hungry for lunch. But I don't know what I'm going to eat lunch in Anaheim. Anaheim is essentially a city of roads. Connecting Disneyland's with Applebee's. <laughs> and I didn't want to go to a Applebee's. Kind of a trade route, if you will. <laughs> but my uh, my colleague Nick here at Maximum Fun, our production fellow, was kind enough to recommend an Islamic Chinese restaurant mm-hmm. uh, right next to Anaheim. And I ate this cumin-spiced lamb, uh, uh, leftovers of which I ate for lunch today. I that's, highly recommend that's for sure. it. I can vouch for that. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, really, it smells lamby in here. Got some serious cumin sweats <laughs> going on right now, um, but I, I I couldn't recommend it more highly. Get yourself some cumin lamb. That's my advice for young podcasters out there. So, would you call that place the second happiest place on earth? <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's the cuminest place on mm-hmm. earth. It really was like piece, you know, like stir fried beef slices. Yes, you know, thin little. It was like that, but with like a cumin paste. You know what they say about cumin, and I think it's true. Hmm? A little goes a long way. Yeah, well, yeah, a lot goes a longer way. You said it. <laughs> Is this sexual? Did, did you guys just get a new sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> just general goods are our sponsors now. Mm-hmm. Brought to you by the American Cumin Council. <laughs> hey, guys, why not try F- string? Fuck paprika. Cumin, the thinking man's coriander. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rob, how are you doing, friend? I'm good, thanks. What's, go- what's going on in your life? You've just been working on this uh, graphic novel and writing gags for the Conan program? Yeah, I guess we're done here. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> cool, we can right. knock off a little early. That's right. Head down. Back to Cuman land. <laughs> <laughs> Head down to Cumanies. Can I ask you guys a question? That's my favorite. Of uh, a thing that has really yes. been a big issue, like a surprisingly big issue in my life. Yes. You guys are car owners, right? Do you oh, own yeah. an automobile, Rob? Uh, yes. Okay. Do you like to use the jets that shoot windshield cleaner onto your windows? 
Yeah, kind of uh, obsessively. Yeah, and you know what the the, the 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 crappy sky of L.A. Right, it feels like it's constantly like this blanket of crud. It's just always falling. I feel the same way. So how often? How if you had to guess, how often are you using that juice gun? Sometimes I leave work meetings, uh, the marital bed, uh, play time <laughs> with my children. Sure, to go out and just do a little squirt. Got it. <laughs> Do you do you leave? Do you, do you then go back to the marital bed? Yeah. Do you leave the marital bed mid husbandly duties? <laughs> well, you know, which choose your squirt, <laughs> <laughs> and then you sit back, relax, and crack open an ice cold squirt. That's what my my that was my dad sat me down when I was around twelve, and he, you know he took me out to the pasture, mm-hmm. and he sat me down and said, "Well, your your body's going through a lot of changes, and you're going to start to you know you're going to start to notice." You know, girls. And he's like, just the main thing you got to know. You got to choose your squirt. <laughs> and then he shot himself in front of me. Whoa. Oh, wow. He didn't. He's oh. alive and well. I had, I, talk is very awkward, though. I mean, I, I, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I was visiting with my childhood best friend, Peter Frauenfelder, recently. And we were just sort of sharing memories from our mm-hmm. shared childhoods together. And uh, he reminded me. Or I reminded him of how he used to come to my house, my dad's house, after school when no one was there and he would let himself in. He knew how to break into my dad's house and sit and eat our cereal because my dad got cereal at Costco. And I guess at Pete's house, he didn't have enough cereal. So he would break into my house after school and my dad or my stepmother or my brothers would come home and my friend Peter would just be sitting at our table eating like three bowls of cereal before he went on to his house. And he was like, yeah, your house always had cereal. His house always had squirts. Mm. There was always squirts in the refrigerator. I don't know why. And only squirts. Like it's not like there was like some Cokes, some Pepsis, some 7-Ups and some squirts. It was just there was always six squirts in his refrigerator, and you were allowed to have as much squirt as was you wanted. Was there like an eighteen wheeler of squirts that overturned? In front of <laughs> <laughs> we hit the big time. <laughs> yeah. If anybody asks you where these squirts came from, <laughs> one like, tell them they season, fell off the truck. Next season of Fargo, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a great squirt heist. One time, one time, I finished second in the costume contest at the boys' club, yeah. and uh, I won like two cases of Diet Seven Up. And two cases of strawberry carnation instant breakfast. Mm. So you lost? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I just had Diet 7-Up around my house for like four years afterwards because what? It, no one wants it. Uh, you know, I, unlike you guys, I don't like to squirt the windows. I never feel like it works correctly. Really? Maybe I need a higher, you know, maybe I need a higher gauge of wiper. Maybe I need a right. more powerful solution. Maybe it's like... You know, when you go to the, you know, you get your oil changed or whatever. Right. And they top off the fluid. They're giving you generic. Yeah, you might. I might be getting some sort of low gauge sissy fluid. So here's the thing. But I, so I feel like every time I squirt that window, it just, it just gunks things up. I like to use the squeegee at the gas station. That's interesting. So I am, I like Rob. Mm-hmm. I love, I love, I feel powerful every time <laughs> I squirt my sure. windshield. It's all I'll, you have. Yeah, exactly. And it's also the only thing I can fix on my car. <laughs> I know where the juice goes in and I can pour it on in there. Mm-hmm. But I do it constantly. 
And I love having a nice crystal clear windshield to look through. And not only do I live in Los Angeles like you, Rob, but I also live next to a dirt mountain. <laughs> and so the dirt mountain just comes onto my car. I don't have a parking garage. So the, I, I park on the street next to the dirt mountain and the dirt mountain just in a day, my car is covered with dirt from the dirt mountain. It's weird because I live next to a big rock candy mountain. <laughs> oh! <laughs> well. You know, I hear that's where they hung the jerk that invented work. Any, <laughs> any truth to that? Um, well, it's right near where the whiskey flows. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you did great in the hoboing business, and you want to find a nice place to retire. Sure. Um, I, and... just, I just hopped on this moving podcast as it was right. going by. You know, I there. remember, sorry to get on my high horse here, I remember Uh-oh. when the Big Rock Candy Mountain neighborhood was for hobos. <laughs> right. Now got these yuppies moving. Before it was Mount, Big Rock County Mountain Gate. Yeah. <laughs> for the schools. Yeah. Now you got these guys, these tech guys moving in, right. jacking up the prices on the shacks. With their Velcro bindles. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So Thank you. My wife never uses the squirt thing. Mm-hmm. Never. So when I drive her car, which I do occasionally, not least because I do not fit in the passenger seat of her car, which is a strange phenomenon related to having three children and being six foot mm-hmm. three, is that some people's passenger seats I can't fit into with a car seat behind me. Um, so when I'm in my wife's car, I'm driving, and uh, she, her windshield—it's like it was—it's like it was. Poorly tinted, basically. Like, that is the amount of soil on her windshield. And it almost seems dangerous to me how much dirt she has on her windshield. And my wife is not a dirty person at all. Um, She is, like, she is a perfectly neat human being. She doesn't, like, she washes her clothes on time and everything. Like, she's not, there's no other part of our shared life where she is gross and dirty. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like she also never does the dishes or something. It's exclusively the windshield. I wonder if you just get used to, you know, in L.A., you just get used to the visibility being bad and your eyes just kind of acclimate. And uh... Well, I think she doesn't... Yeah, it's called dirt eyes. Yeah. <laughs> she, like, doesn't... Like how there's those underwater frogs or whatever. She doesn't want to have, like, the contrast between the wiper part and the outside part, maybe. And That's the best part. I know, because you feel like you really accomplished something. That's like the middle of the Oreo, like just yeah, to see sure. that. It reminds you how clean you got the central part of the windshield. But maybe, I mean, I'll devil's advocate here. Maybe she's working with a subpar blade. Maybe she's working with a subpar fluid because I, I will, I, I again <laughs> feel like before that thing gets better, it's going to be worse for a while. Right. Yeah. Just pull I, over to the gas station and use the squeegee. I will admit that when it comes time to replace my blades... Mm-hmm. I go on that Sweet Home website mm-hmm. where there's product reviews of everything and they tested everything. And I get just the ones that they say are the absolute best ones. And the same thing with the juice because I love how clean it gets when you got the nice blades and the nice juice. So there's a different, there are different brands of juice. Well, I think especially there are different brands of juice. Different I don't kinds of blue. know how <laughs> different. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how different they are. But I yeah. do think there is a big difference between the blades and especially new blades and old blades. But they just get gunky, right? Don't they just get... Soiled and yeah, because there's just streaks. You know, yeah. you don't want the streaks. I think that's what you're concerned about. It's a streak issue. So I. But ask- also sometimes you're you're squirting that fluid up there. It hits the gunk, and then you just got this gray gunk. 
right. that's a little more liquid. Yeah, the poop thing like ruins the whole thing because you get the streaks of you get like the poop arcs. Yeah, poop arcs. Right. Yeah. It's like it's like Halley's comet, like just streaking across your <laughs> right, signaling a cult to kill themselves. So I asked my in-laws because mm-hmm. I had not, I had never noticed this so particularly as I did a couple weeks ago. And my in-laws happened to be visiting. So I asked my mother-in-law and father-in-law, my mother-in-law and father-in-law have the exact same marital conflict. They too, like myself and my wife, have an almost conflict-free marriage. They've been married for 40 years entirely happily. Uh, But the greatest, I I stumbled upon the greatest conflict in their life. Like as soon as I mentioned it to my father-in-law, he's like, yeah, Beth, Beth won't clean the windshield. I don't understand what's going on. Mm. They like share a, and it was it it explode. It went to ten in a heartbeat. Mm. It was astonishing. I didn't even know this was a controversial issue. I so, just thought clean your windshield. Hmm. So it's, it's a hereditary thing, maybe. I think it must be. It must be like a recessive gene. Yeah. You think mm. that's possible? Yeah. Have you? Boy, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to like scare you. How are your children's windshields? <laughs> are some of them... My children are, are like Lil Romeo. They just mm. all drive around in uh, tiny Land Rovers. Oh, those don't have windshields? I also have gold leaf ceilings. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty good. Uh, things I remember from Master P's episode of Cribs <laughs> is the category. Alex, um, I also, I went and got new... So because I use the juice so much... <laughs> And because I have a car, I think, that uses uh, synthetic motor oil, so you only change the oil every 10,000 miles, I definitely use up the juice before I am I was going to say, it feels like you never use it up. It's like one of those things like like, like aftershave cream, which is like it it may take a decade to replenish it. Yeah, but I am fully capable of replenishing it within 3,000 miles. Yeah, I have a weird weird tube of hand cream that I got as a gift that has been to three apartments. (laughs) That it just keeps, and uh, every once in a while I'm like, ah, there's that hand cream. Anyway, it still seems to be good. I don't seem to be getting poisoned from it. Listen, when you have a meaningful relationship, you Yeah, yeah, me and this hand cream. I I went to the auto parts store today to buy new juice. Because the juice comes in a – it's a gallon. You going to o o o o Riley? Yeah. <laughs> I went to a regional thing. I went to AutoZone, mm. um, get in the zone. Mm-hmm, get in the zone. And um, I don't think there is any store in the world in which I feel more uncomfortable than in an auto parts mm. store. <laughs> um, I mean like – there used to be a gun store right by my house in San Francisco, and I was afraid of the gun store, but I never went into the gun store. And there was definitely a wig store mm-hmm. that I was kind of worried about, like always made me uncomfortable walking past it for some reason. Sorry, it, sorry to drop this on you, Jesse, but you're currently at the gun show. Jordan's <laughs> flexing. <laughs> and the wig show. <laughs> oh! <laughs> now we're showing off our my giant pecs and, <laughs> and fake bushes. <laughs> yeah, I think it's important to note that as Rob Five said, steps, Zip, me. he was showing off a Merkin. Yeah, uh, and not his actual. Using space work. <laughs> Improvised space work. Um, I think people hear it in the booth. But there was yeah. like they can feel it, you know, the like the performance you, comes through. Can can I just jump in on something about that? Yeah, go back, we'll go back yeah, to yeah. your podcast conferences in AutoZone yeah. store. Um uh have you guys heard this thing about in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 
that Vin Diesel stood up on stilts to record the Groot thing. I did hear that. I've seen photos of him on the stilts. <laughs> oh, it's, it's impressive. Oh, it's, it's confirmed. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sorry. There's photo what? evidence. To, to feel tall. To feel tree-like. <laughs> no, but that's the only thing he did was tall. He didn't, like, you know, grow, you know, <laughs> See, He wasn't wrapped in he moss. He inject, you know, uh, xylem and phloem into his feet. <laughs> yeah. It'd be awesome if he just taped a branch to his head. <laughs> Vin Diesel is so serious about his bad acting. He really <laughs> seems to like put everything he has into his he mumbly one note. Each of those three words he said he workshopped for. Yeah, he had a different guy, a different for coach. I am and Groot. Have you ever seen that like short film that made that Vin Diesel directed that like made his career? I have not. It's about him being an actor and going to auditions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you see this um you see this short film, and it's like what got him cast in the in uh, what was the Spielberg World War II movie that he was in? Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Private Ryan. Was like, maybe, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Jim Belushi, you're thinking of. I often get Jim Belushi and Vin Diesel um, confused. It, like I watch it one day. This is like on YouTube, mm. and I watch it one day. It's like 20 minutes long, and you watch that. And you would think that Vin Diesel was good at acting from watching that. Like you could watch that and be – if you can completely see Steven Spielberg thinking, I should put Vin Diesel in my real movie. And it's now, what, 20 years sure. later and Vin Diesel is an extraordinary success, mm-hmm. like an astonishing success. Yeah. Worldwide star. But has done nothing but prove how – Bad at acting, <laughs> like like he, he like you would think that you from watching this short film like you would think this is a genuinely gifted mm-hmm. artist. Compelling, sure. Like you, the the short film that made Vin Diesel famous should involve him pumping iron or something, right? Like yeah. they, somebody should have seen a video of him at Gold's Gym and said that guy is the guy that well, should grew. Well, I guess grew. Vin Diesel. Uh, you know, Vin Diesel wasn't always chunky buff guy. That has been in the kind of the the back half of the Fast and Furious. He was a, you know, he was like a normal, a normally sized handsome guy. Really? And then he only recently turned into a giant triangle. Is that because he's become a 50-year-old? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, ooh, better grab some HGH while I can. Yeah, yeah. So I think, I think, I think giant ham man. Is only a recent development, semi-recent anyway. Are famous action stars juicing? That's a great question. I don't know. I think they probably are, right? I think you have to, right? How could? How else could you get that ripped? Right? Like as ripped as like, um, you know, Thor. What's sure. Thor called? Hemsworth. One of the Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Yeah. You know, I, I will, I, and this is a frequent topic on the show. Yeah. But I, other, other men's muscles. Other men's muscles. <laughs> um, uh, here are some men I would like to ride around on the backs of. Yes. <laughs> First of all. Yes. Or be in a Bjorn on the front of. Yes. Um, here's some drawings I've made. Um, number one, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Number two, Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> number three, Knuckles the whatever Knuckles yeah. is. Yeah, Spiny Anteater. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> Not to be confused with Nobbles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Nobbles. <laughs> um, I like to do a little swimming at the uh, West Hollywood public pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the uh, and uh, by the way, I just want to applaud the West Hollywood public pool on their extended hours. Great They've work. extended their second, hours. Second sponsor. They've got, uh, yeah, uh, we don't have a lot going on. It's, it's cumin and a public pool. And squirt. Um, yeah. 
and keeping keeping those tax dollars away from those ne'er do wells in East Los Angeles. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, they started being open in from six to seven. That's so for nice. some late from late evening. Does anyone actually swim there, or is it just sort of like the promenade into the you know? Well, yes. Here's who swims there: are men who look like they are auditioning for the role of Wolverine. Yes. Wow. The uh, the the men at this pool. And I would be inclined to believe you when you see that, you know, shirtless, you know, that shirtless promo photo that comes out of, you know, Pratt or whatever, pre-New Guardians so is, movie. Is there, does the filter get clogged up with mutton chop hair a lot? Yeah, yeah. No, oh, no. These are hairless men. Oh, hairless. <laughs> these these yes. are more silver surfer types. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. Real, real silver you. surfers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I would be inclined to agree with you, except I pretty regularly see that jacked a man – in public, moving very quickly. This sounds underwater. very healthy for your self-image. And... Oh boy, it's terrible. <laughs> um, this explains your whole comedy career, I think. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. Right, I've just been I've been thrown into uh, hunk pools for all my life. <laughs> <Hunk pools. laughs> I grew up in Orange County, but my mom would would drive me to West Hollywood for swim lessons so I Got could it. see so I could see the hunks, see what real men looked like. Uh, on the topic of self-image, yeah. Well, let's double back to all this. Yeah. Uh, namely, by all this, I mean most fuckable Sonic the Hedgehog characters. Yes. <laughs> uh, we, again, frequent topic on this show. Don't tell anyone the celebrity they look like. Yeah. We have a rule, Rob, for your benefit mm-hmm. that we try and share with our audience regularly, which is you should never tell anyone they look like anyone unless the person you're saying they look like is in part famous for being attractive. Mm. So it doesn't and, – and an important clarification mm. here is if you find the person that you're comparing them to attractive but they are not famous for being attractive, mm-hmm. doesn't count. So you can't say you look like Steve Buscemi and then afterwards say – I find Steve Buscemi very attractive. Right. Sounds like a backpedal. Congratulations will... to sure. you. But I want people who are famous for being good looking. Yeah. I only, I only equate people to porn stars. Do you get that, Rob? Do you have anyone that people will keep telling you that you look like? Uh, Conan actually told me that I would often call me uh, the late Steve Landisberg. <laughs> Oh, I don't know who that is. I have no idea. From, um, you do. He's from Barney Miller, the guy with the glasses uh-huh. and the kind of nebbishy guy. Okay. You saw him and he did a bunch of ads for like air conditioner filters or something for a long time. <laughs> That's probably where you know him from, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, obviously this is all a little bit different with friends. Yeah. You know, you're, you're close friends. Yeah, you can compare you... anyone to a cast member from friends. Yeah, absolutely. Right. They're all good looking. Uh, the guy who worked at the coffee shop. Yeah. The monkey. Yeah. Yes. I would love to look like that monkey. <laughs> Famous monkey. Um, but I Marcel, I yeah, 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 yeah. I think that is the good name pull. of the monkey good from pull. Friends. Oh. Good pull. That's just my guess for every. Uh... Would you say yeah. that Friends is your favorite totally '90s sitcom? <laughs> um, does Rugrats count? I'm only... going with Rugrats. I love so Rugrats. '90s. I love Doug the Anteater. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I used to watch Clar- Clar- Arthur. Clarissa Arthur. explains it all. Yeah, oh, just yeah. by myself in a darkened room. Totally <laughs> appropriate. <I think. laughs> yeah. Uh, just imagining going in through her window like that friend of hers. Right. <laughs> yeah. always went. Anyway, I, the other day, get an inter- a social event, introduced to somebody new, nice fella. Hey, you know who you remind me of? Uh, Wait, can I guess? 
Is it Chris Hemsworth? <laughs> was it not Chris Hemsworth? Is it the other Hemsworth? Nope, not Liam. Which Hemsworth is it? <laughs> black, black sheep Dwayne Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Coco Hemsworth. <laughs> it wasn't a Hemsworth at all. Is it Terry Crews? Not Terry Crews. Terry Gross. God, I wish. <laughs> I wish. Oh, he was have like that kind of scarf game. Come on, oh boy, <laughs> scarf game tight can be held in someone's hand, the palm of a hand. <laughs> He's like, you look like what's that guy from The Princess Bride? Uh, inconceivable, inconceivable. And I'm like, Wallace Shawn, Carrie, <laughs> Carrie Elwes. Yes. You're like, I, you gotta I'll be talking. You better be talking I'll about take Carrie Elwes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll take, you know what? I'll take Andre the Giant. <laughs> I'll take rodent of unusual size. <laughs> yes, yes. I would much rather be a rodent of unusual size. Wallace Shawn, all time low for me. Can I tell you, can I tell you something that I would like to hear? Please. If someone came up to me and said, Jesse, you real, you know what your polemical plays remind me of? Mm-hmm. Those of Wallace Shawn. Sure. <laughs> Um, you know what you're... But only if you find those plays attractive. Right. Oh, I really <laughs> exactly. want to fuck those fuck plays. those plays right in the act, too. Do you know... <laughs> do you know what your really heartfelt and hilarious voice work in the Toy Story films reminds me of? <laughs> Wallace Shawn. Mm-hmm. These are all great examples of ways to, to be appropriately sure. compared to Wallace Shawn. But not looks or vibe. <laughs> I will not... I, I remember one time, I don't remember why, but uh, I was watching Clueless, and I, for some reason I was fast-forwarding through it, maybe to get to a certain scene because I was trying to find something, sure. like some quote. The Mighty Mighty Boston performance, you, go ahead, we know. <laughs> if you, you fast-forward through it, you see a lot of Wallace shot, like really fast shots of him like like leaning in and squinting, because that was like sort of the main thing he did to his class. Because he was sort of doing this very like this very actorly thing, I think, because he was like this this heavy, I think, as the, as the teacher. Sure. So he's like, you see like, he's like a, sort of like a... Like a hedgehog moving in for the kill, just like over and over again. I was like, wow, that's a lot of that. I didn't realize he was in the movie that much. Wallace Shawn is – I just interviewed Wallace Shawn mm-hmm. the other day for Bullseye um, because he wrote a very beautiful uh, new book called Night Thoughts. And uh, I, I – first was, of all – He was working on him, working on those night thoughts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go ahead. First of all, uh, I love Wallace Shawn's work. And I loved talking to Wallace Shawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, one great thing about Wallace Shawn is he is very proud of Clueless. He is very proud of his work in Clues the Film and the television program. Whoa. In which he also he was one starred. one of the few cast members who made the jump. And, uh, I, and I say to him, good for you, sir, mm-hmm. because Clueless is great. Yeah. And also, uh, here's another interesting thing. Uh, did not understand what was funny or good about The Princess Bride, so just had Rob Reiner act out the lines for him, then copied Rob Reiner. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? It's totally great. Yeah. like I mean, Wallace Shawn, a brilliant guy, hilarious actor. Actually, I think a very good actor. Um, I really meant that about – every time Absolutely. I see those Toy Story movies, I oh, think yeah. like, man – he really brings a lot to that character. Yeah. Like, he really brings some pathos to it in addition to having a funny voice. Um, but, yeah, uh, memorize basically the equivalent of Gerard Depardieu memorizing his lines phonetically. <laughs> but more, more, more continent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and I'm going to say this goes both ways. Yep. I've had people, you know, on Twitter or wherever tell me, like, hey – I've got a friend who looks just like you. Mm-hmm. Don't tell your friends they look like me. <laughs> they will Google me and they will probably take it poorly. 
Don't tell your friends they look like Jordan Morris. I was this has been a PSA. Yes, <laughs> from the Cuban Council. <laughs> I was watching Netflix last night, mm-hmm. which is a pop. Rob, for your benefit, is a popular um, internet streaming service. It's streaming the so-called vid- Network Flix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's oh Network Flix. Yes. Uh, streams video network content. Flickers. Yes, <laughs> I know they're Flickr shows. And I don't. I no longer have shows that I watch without my wife. Mm-hmm. So like that's actually a genre on Netflix. Yeah. Why, don't watch with wife, wife shows, wifeless shows. Like my wife and I will watch television together most evenings mm-hmm. for about half an hour mm-hmm. uh, after our children go to bed and before we collapse. Got it. Um, and there are a few shows that we watch together. We've been wa- lately we've been watching Search Party, which is really mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah, it was really something. Really an interesting and and great show. Um, we watched that Wet Hot American Summer. Loved that. Mm-hmm. But we, I, I no longer have a thing to watch when she's not around mm. because I just don't have time to watch television. Like there's no time when I'm both not taking care of the kids and not spending some time with my wife that I love. So I had 20 minutes of such time and I realized I wanted to fold my laundry and watch something mm. and didn't know what to watch. And so I just picked a show that is like – a Canadian knockoff of American Pickers. Okay. Um, but I want to be clear, not Canadian Pickers, the Canadian <laughs> spinoff sure, of American this Pickers. Is, yeah. Uh, North it, American Pickers. It yeah. was called... Canuck Choosers. <laughs> yeah. Is that well, offensive? What was great is like they constantly, it is the exact same format mm-hmm. as, as American Pickers. Down to every single element is an exact copy of American Pickers. Except instead of Pickers, they're constantly calling themselves Diggers. Mm, sure. um, which is great. But there yeah, is you're a You're going to want to enunciate on that. Too. So there's a, <laughs> there's a guy on this show which is called like Backroads Bargains, Backroads Bonanzas, sure. something like that, who looks dis- – like people are constantly sending me pictures of people they think look mm-hmm. like me. And that usually just means they have short hair and a big beard. Mm-hmm. Um, but this guy genuinely distressingly looks like me in a terrible hat. <laughs> like looks like me wearing a hat that you would wear to a um, mechanical bull bar in Mm -hmm. 2004 (laughs) you know what i mean like a lady would wear on a wild night out sure when she's also going if it's if a girl was going wild yeah like and she's also wearing one of those (laughs) yeah how many gallons is this bad hat oh yeah sure yeah a 7.5 liter hat (laughs) like she's also wearing one of those stretchy t-shirts with an all-over print of ganesha on it yeah you know, you know the like a two thousand like a cow like a straw cowboy hat, but for people that aren't cowboys at all. Yeah. Anyway, this guy looked distressingly like me, like to the point where when my wife walked into the room, I said, "Hey, get a load of shitty me," and she was like upset by seeing him on the screen. Mm-hmm. And the whole time that I was watching him, he was, seemed like a perfectly lovely man, by the way. But the whole time I was watching him, I was like. That guy looks a lot like me. And then as I like looked at him, I thought, oh, yeah, I guess that's why I don't work in television. <laughs> <laughs> but in but Canada. Can- yeah, go for, up north. You're hot for Canada. You can pick. You can choose. You can, you can dig. dig. <laughs> <laughs> if I get an area of expertise in a yeah. secondary market, I think I could be a TV star. I, I have a question. So in, in the Canadian version, are Canadians like biochemically able to haggle? <laughs> uh, <laughs> they just raise prices. 5,000 Canadians for this. Uh, okay. I'll, yeah. give you, I'll give you seven. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Each episode is uh, is uh, 40 separate transactions because they're just so short. <laughs> the guys just agree okay. to pay. Um, is on there the topic any, of Netflix. Is, is there yes. anyone that you would like to be compared to, Jordan? How do you feel about – people are constantly tweeting at both of us. They mm-hmm. include me in this one a lot. Sure. That you sound like David Cross. I guess sound doesn't doesn't bother me. It's weird because yeah. David Cross is from Georgia. Sure. And I mean, I have southern roots. Maybe that's what they're detecting. I'm from Maybe they're, oh. You're from Georgia? Oh, yeah. You sound a lot like David Cross. <laughs> I do. I get that none. Yeah. <laughs> Except you don't say, like, fucking after every word. So. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I swear slightly less than David Cross. I, like I was, is that one? How about that one? I don't. I don't have any problem with sounds. Like I mean, it's kind of one of these things. Like I've heard it. Like thank you. There's nothing to do about it. He will not. He doesn't want to do anything with me. Like is there an? Ex- I think it's a, it's it's a suggestion that we team up somehow. That I <laughs> that I resent. Is there is, is there it by a- an audio engineer who put, pitched that? Like <laughs> yeah, you guys are on the same frequency. Yeah, maybe you know if if David Cross if they're doing new Arrested Developments and he can't be there for an ADR session, you need somebody to yell like, hey. Hey, George Michael, I'll do it. Yep. You can just use that one, actually. Just clip that out of the podcast. <laughs> what about, okay, yeah. is there a handsome, for either of you, is there a handsome version of you? Like it, a couple of times in my life, mm-hmm. somebody has said to me, oh, like mostly if somebody says I look like somebody, it's like boy George, mm-hmm. which I look like more when I didn't have a giant beard and I did have longer hair and more hair. But like, and that's, you know, it's fine. I don't, you know. And the hat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was constantly wearing Boy George and then the eyeliner mm-hmm. and um, the like purple, uh, uh, the like purple blush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is what is well, Boy George wears some outrageous shit on his face? Mm-hmm. But um, I I feel like a couple times people have said I look like Ashton Kutcher, mm-hmm. which is very generous. People being kind, but like definitely Ashton Kutcher is like me if I was like four out of ten more handsome. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Is there somebody that people compare you to that is favorable? No. Like okay. it's I, all yeah. I, no. I get Stephen Hawking is the more. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I find Stephen Hawking very I, attractive. Personally, I find him very attractive. Rob, good. So you're one of those people. Yeah. Right. I've got a hard on right now. Yeah. His brain is very sexy. It is. Hawking. Now, granted. Hawking kind of sounds like fucking, right? That's a really so, good point. When I hear Hawking, I think, yeah. if you don't enunciate. Some of that David Cross is coming on right here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, no. Yeah. Basically, everybody who, who people say I look like is like a, you know, a comedy performer who, who will play uh, an ugly person. <laughs> um, and, you know, good comedy performers. And that's your mom. So. Yeah. Yeah. My mom's. Uh, yeah. Yeah, how about uh, one time say to one of us, uh, you know what your funniness reminds me yes, of? Yes, your sense mm-hmm. of humor. Patton Oswalt. I'll take it. Oh, I'll take it. You I know will what take your it. Funniness I reminds will take you it of David like Cross. That. Sounds great. Phrase it like that. That sounds great. Um, I take a you look like David Cross too. Pretty handsome guy. Yeah, he's a good. He's a he's a good looking guy. He definitely like you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, also juicing. I'm sure. Oh yeah, he's totally yeah. juicing. One hundred percent juicing. I don't know. I've so seen him. Rage. I've seen him at the pool. He's got a lot of rage. Fast underwater. That guy's so rageful. Right. You know who else is juicing? Brian Posehn. That's why he made that album Nerd Rage. Mm, sure. Um. Hey, speaking of nerds, mm-hmm. Rob, you <laughs> wrote a graphic novel recently, and I was made aware of this because mm-hmm. I was browsing my social feeds during Comic Con. Mm-hmm. 
So you, were on, you were on social? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm blowing up social. Okay. <laughs> Influencers, um, retweets, getting out there. Hashtag, Joining the conversation. Hashtag brands. Hashtag brands. Hashtag love and life. Yeah. <laughs> with, hashtag Hashtag milk. cumin. <laughs> <laughs> love and life with cumin. Um, <laughs> hashtag cumin. If Brian doesn't name hash, this episode, never hashtag. This will be the first time someone hashtagged cumin. Right. You just made history, I think. <laughs> Um, I was I was browsing the feeds, looking at everybody having fun at Comic Con, and I noticed like, hey, Rob is at Comic Con signing his graphic novel. I didn't know that was something that you did, and I wanted to ask uh, how that was being one of the not one of the attendees there, but one of the guys people were coming to get the signature of. The term is professionals. Excuse me, professional. This is professional. An industry, door, an in. industry professional. Right. How's the door? There's a separate door for professionals. Has, is, it, is it a cool door? Right, yeah, it's awesome. God, is it like a French door? Right, it just plays like funk as you walk through. <laughs> oh, wow. The door kind of dances. Like oh, kinda, word man. up. Yeah. What's the word? <laughs> but you only walk through for about like 0.1 seconds, so like you only get like, right. a fraction of it. It's like, what? <laughs> but they hire Cameo to be there and play it live. Oh, so he took that, it. He took... that helps a lot. That's nice. He said yes when they answered the phone. Yeah. Atomic door. <laughs> <laughs> Bow, wow, wow, yippee door, yippee. <laughs> Bow, wow, wow, open, close, open, close. <laughs> oh, these does. are examples of door funk songs. Um, hashtag, hashtag door funk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, I'm so humana. <laughs> I want the world to close. That is both the door. It tastes good on land. And a little more human disco, I guess. Yeah, yeah all right. Fine. You know, no. we can we can quibble. Let, let's. <laughs> Why don't we? Let's break that up. That's why people listen to podcasts. Yeah. Uh, so you're going in a secret door. Yeah. So um, do you have access to any secret snacks? <laughs> uh, I don't think anyone at Comic Con has a problem with access to snacks. Just from our cursory <laughs> look around the room. <laughs> do you? Do you automatically get introduced to Lucy Lawless? Um, Nineteen women who like look like her. I yep. think we're dressed like her. Got it. Um, Spot the real Lawless. That's right. Uh, no, so I, well, I was actually there with the Conan show. So Conan does a Comic Con yeah. week of shows there. So I was already there anyway, and then I had this thing coming out. So I kind of maneuvered a little bit, and I got uh, Golden Apple Comics to let me have some space in their table, and uh, I knew a guy, and I got a badge. Um, and so I would like do this work on the Conan show and then like run down the convention center, which is like a half mile away mm-hmm. in the San Diego heat and then like do the signing. You're probably and, the only one there running. Go ahead. <laughs> so you got it. You got it. You got it. Uh, even the flashes move incredibly slow. Sure. The flash. Um, and really, then, really worked up a sweat and you were the only one sweating. Wait, no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to fit in. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I just went down there for actually only two times I was actually at the floor. But, you know, like when you're there, have you been? Yes, yeah. So, you know, you're, the whole thing is like this ocean of sure. cosplay and, and, you know, notary. So like, you can sort of be at Comic-Con without being of it or without even sure. being in it. Really. Yes. Yeah. So you sort of floated atop it? Yes, I crowd surfed. I silver, silver crowd surfed <laughs> all the way to the convention center. Are people are – people, <laughs> were you more capturing people who happened to be wandering around Comic-Con or was there a line of uh, Kuttner heads uh, who were there for the old uh, signature Rooney? The term is Kuttneritos, first of all. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, no, I mean, I did I did put out socials. And I, I did hit people up on the socials. Sure. And I did sort of advertise, but it's such a huge place. But that's actually what's cool about it is that there's an ocean of humanity and just people will just come by booths. And also, like, 
you know, people who are into that stuff are like super enthusiastic about weird, new, interesting things, and they're like, you know, a lot of a lot of Comic Con is kind of like, well, you know, it's Green Lantern Five, you know, so that's right. kind of cool, but it's kind of like familiar. So like anything that's kind of interesting, and you can kind of just grab people and just um, and just uh, talk to them about it, and that's really fun, and they're enthusiastic and cool. None of them buy a single copy, but it's, just, it's great <laughs> energy. What is the book about? Um, it's called Shrinkage. Yeah, it's not about that. Except maybe on a subtext level. <laughs> it's about your favorite episodes and catchphrases from the television <laughs> show sure. Seinfeld. That's right. Yeah. Stay tuned uh, for the follow-up. Puffy Marble, shirt. <laughs> Marble Riot. Yeah, Marble Riot. It's good, too. Uh, so it's, it's same it's, episode? It's, anyway. sort, it's sort of a fantastic voyage thing where um, tiny aliens uh, who feed on radiation invade the president of the United States' brain in order to hijack him and turn him into um, a puppet who create World War III. I mean, who could imagine such a thing happening? <laughs> that sounds more kind of, that sounds more like a sort of a network uh, multicam idea. Is that yeah. something that was a, <laughs> that was a backdoor pilot? CBS. Yeah. 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 Got it. Yeah. And, and then, and so then go we, on right after mom. <laughs> <laughs> so then we, sh- we shrink down uh, two people who are comically mismatched. Oh, sure. And they go in to fight the aliens inside the president's head while he's trying to do his job. So. Did you consider a variety of types of comical mismatch? Is it solely physical? Is it also their approach to windshield wipers? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> oh, right. okay. That's right. A cumin and a coriander type, if you will. <laughs> They're actually completely compatible. That's our they... ebony and ivory. Cumin <laughs> <laughs> <Human> and coriander. <laughs> Can't we be compatible in a curry? (laughs) (laughs) Nice curry. Um, I will say that I read Shrinkage. I picked a signed copy up at the aforementioned Golden Apple Comics. Um, and I'm I'm counting on this to put my kid through college. By the way, (laughs) this sign I've I've kept it very mint. Um, Did you bag it and board it? Bagged it and board it. Acid free. Yeah, acid, of course. No, I'm kidding. Uh, there's a barbecue acid sauce full. all over it because I read it while I was eating. Right. So, and you I, were snarfing barbecue sauce with laughter, right? That's what happened. Like, exactly. Through the yeah, yeah. For the years. I got mine mounted rampant. Ooh. <laughs> mm. uh, there are, it, I, it totally reminded me of when I was a kid and I would read Mad Magazine. There are just 15 great dumb jokes on every fucking page of this thing. It's so funny. Uh, the thing I I have been laughing at since I read it is you know it's a it's a send up of our kooky political system Jesse I know what you think of these guys um, all establishment for him yeah Rob just just so yeah. you know just by way of uh, sort of context for you mm-hmm. um, this is a running bit so hunker down oh it's a little long a lot of times we don't talk about politics on mm-hmm. the show this isn't a political show and I'm a journalist mm-hmm. after yeah. all but once in a while. We make an exception. Here's the reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever been to the circus, Rob. There's tons of acts at the circus. There's three rings. It's just like a mm-hmm. callback. It'll Acrobats. just kind of let it run out. Is it Cirque du Soleil? Bears riding bicycles. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, there's all kinds. There's a ringmaster, of mm-hmm. course. Um, but my favorite act of the mm-hmm. circus is the clowns. Now... The circus is the perfect mm-hmm. place for clowns. If you go to the, going to say the like clowns in Congress. If you go to like the big top, so that's you're there to see the clowns. You're, see, you're there to see their pranks and their hijinks, mm-hmm. whether it's squirting water in each other's faces or juggling scarves. But if you Very go, challenging. if you, <laughs> it's kind of a beginner's juggling <laughs> thing. That's how they teach you. If you go to Washington D.C., clowns are the last thing you want to see. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But I challenge you to go to the halls of Congress yeah. right now and not find 350-some purebred, <laughs> white-faced, red-lipped clowns. Mm-hmm. Real yuckalucks up there. 
who are supposed to be yeah. representing us and mm-hmm. our in- interests, but instead they're wearing fright wigs and giant shoes, getting out of tiny mm-hmm. cars, mm-hmm. slapping each other with noisy boards. These clowns who go. are supposed like to be furthering our nation so 30 more seconds, are instead putting on it's giant just... red noses. Uh-huh. Accentuating their features with makeup. <laughs> it makes me sick. Tusk. You haven't mentioned the ones who jump off of a tall building to a comically small trampoline. That's really good. Oh, boy. Uh, in the, when the president is giving a press conference, there's a seltzer bottles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Naming. You're like the villain who came back after being shot. <laughs> His hand comes up through the wreckage. <laughs> Hammers! Want, squeaky hammers! I, want, I wanted to say a quick story about the signature question. About, Please. About putting your kid through college. Yeah. Uh, so I used to write for The Daily Show, mm-hmm. and I was there when we did the America the Book. Mm-hmm. So we had a signing in um, uh, the Barnes & Noble in Union Square, which I think is probably now a, um, a juice bar of some sort. Mm-hmm. Maybe a Chase Manhattan, I think. It's just Guy Fieri's Barnes & Noble now. <laughs> That's right. It's an Elmo costume store. <laughs> Um, they come pre-dirty. So oh, those are very those, dirty. Those are handmade. Those are, those <laughs> oh, are, by artisans. Those are bespoke on several. Ooh, oh, I didn't know that. Someone is saving the rag trade in New York mm-hmm. City. <laughs> so, um, so we're at the signing, and um, it's a very nice crowd, and people are coming by at the end, and it's, and it's the whole writing staff and, and John Stewart for some reason, and. Mm-hmm. Um, these, these dudes come by, and they just have, like, a huge stack of, of books. And most people come by, like, hey, we love your show. Great. The book's great, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, nice people. We sign up for them. These guys, like, don't even make eye contact. They're just, like, cold as ice. And um, a few hours later, I don't know why, but someone goes on eBay, and they see the books with our signatures on them. And they see the ones with just John's, and his are at a much higher price. So <laughs> my signature detracts money, monetary value. Oh, it actually takes money away from so it. So I should have just bought a... Signatureless shrinkage. Right. Oh right. boy. Uh, my favorite joke in this thing is the the, the president's giving a press conference, but he doesn't want to a- uh, take questions from any like legitimate media outlets. So the only the only guy he'll take questions from is a guy from Surfing and Sick Air Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, we got to take a, he throws softballs. Yeah, yeah. We got to take a break. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Hey, we've got sponsors on this week's program, including our friends at Zip Recruiter. Zip Recruiter, are you hiring? Jesse, I'm going to ask you a question. I know you're going to ask me a question. I'm asking you a question. Yeah. Are you hiring? I literally am hiring. Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Gosh, I don't know. I was I was just going to type it into the search bar on my web browser and hope that worked. Jesse, with ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites with just one click. Over 100 job sites? Yes. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within – how long do you think? How long do you think it takes? Six to eight weeks. One day. Holy shit. 80% of employers Holy find, shit. One day. find a qualified candidate in one day. 24 hours. Find out why ZipRecruiter – metric or yeah, standard? No, standard day. This is an American day, Jesse. This is one American day in God's United States – 
ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. Jordan. Yes. I want to try ZipRecruiter as a small business owner myself. I don't want to have to pay to do it. I, is there yeah. anything I can do to make that it's happen? It's a little greedy of you, but you remember a couple seconds ago when I said ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo? Right. ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. What's that? A, a web address? It's a web address. Type it into your computer uh-huh. or mobile device. Should I use my web browser? Sure. Okay. Chrome, Safari, I don't care. ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. I use Opera. Is that going to be okay? That's great, baby. Loads fast. Love it. ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo, and you can try it for free. Holy, for free. Holy moly. So one more time, to try it for free, I go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo? Yeah. Find the perfect candidate for your job. Oh, by the way, Jordan, hmm. we have another sponsor on this week's program. I'd love to hear about him. Jordan? Yeah. I know you love aprons. Boy, do I. I mean, dress them up, dress them down, versatile aprons. Sure. Black tie, white tie, mm-hmm. gray tie. Sure. To the office. Yeah. Happy hour afterwards. Uh-huh. You got to have aprons. The beach on weekends. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite color of apron? <sighs> Boy, I mean, there's so many great ones. Primary colors got to be some of my faves. Right. Of course. Well, those, you don't have to mix any other colors to get them. I'm going to say, mm-hmm. of the aprons, right. which I love, right. my favorite is Blue Apron. That is an amazing coincidence because we are sponsored this week by Blue Apron. But this isn't an apron. This is an amazing meal kit that for less than $10 per person per meal, they deliver you seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Yeah, and they are actually, because folks out there are busy. Yeah. For one thing, they're busy picking out which apron to wear today. Sure. They are offering, our friends at Blue Apron, offering Quick meals that you can make in 30 minutes or less. The same farm-fresh ingredients, the same high-quality recipes. It's still this frou-frou, gorgeous, delicious stuff that you expect expect from our friends at Blue Apron. But these are ones that you can do in literally 30 minutes. That's half of one hour. And that's a standard American hour. Jesse, I'm looking at some of the upcoming Blue Apron meals. There's a lot of delicious stuff here, but there's one I want to highlight. Okay. Is it the skillet vegetable chili? That's not the one. Is it the garlic butter shrimp? It's not the one. Is it the summer vegetable and egg paninis? It's the soy glazed pork and rice cakes with bok choy and marinated green beans. Oh, let me at them cakes. Let me at them cakes. If you want to try oh, let me at them cakes. three free meals, three Dear free meals. Lord, let me at them With free cakes. shipping, you go to blueapron.com slash jjgo, blueapron.com slash jjgo, a better way to cook. Three free meals. Blue Apron. Let me add them cakes. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thor, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Rob Cutner. Poor follow up to both of you. No. Everyone. Everyone says, what, Rob Cutner from Conan is here? Sure. That's a, that certainly is an upgrade on our normal fare. Yeah, someone who doesn't work for Conan and has never published anything. Yeah, exactly. Like fucking Chris Fairbanks. I think he's been on Conan. He might have been on Conan. Yeah, he probably has been probably on Conan. Been probably on Chris while, has been on Conan. Yeah. Seems like the, if, he was gonna be, if you were going to put Chris on a late night show, it would probably be Conan, right? Yeah. It's kind of a springboard to this, this podcast. Yeah, first you do Conan. Then yeah. he invites you over to the couch. That's yeah. why I applied seven, seven years ago. That's why I applied. Right, yeah. Long game, folks. <clears throat> Long yeah. game. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Sure. Mm-hmm. 
Um, when something momentous happens to you, like you finally get that Conan spot that's going to launch you onto Jordan Jesse Go, mm. we ask you to call us at 206-984-4FUN for our segment, <clears throat> Momentous Occasions. Here's our first telephone call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. This is Dana from Brooklyn calling with a momentous occasion. Uh, so it's been a while since I've been intimate with anyone, uh, almost seven years, and I'm trans, so it can be uh, difficult to find a partner. Um, anyway, today marks the third day in a row that I've had sex with two different guys. So happy anal August. Love the show. Bye. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dope. dope. Two. Two yeah. and three. Doing it for sure. Um, I don't know when this will run. Yeah. Uh, we're kind of staggering the schedule because of some travel coming up. But we we definitely went all of August without wishing the the listeners happy anal August. Yeah, <laughs> retrospectively, mm-hmm. we want to wish everybody out there a happy and safe anal August. And remember, as long as you're happy and safe, any month can be anal August. Of course. And hey, just if you're shoving anything up there, make sure it has a flared base. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what we hope that you'll take home from Jordan Jesse Go. Not just this month, but every month mm-hmm. of the year. Uh, uh, what does it say? No flare? Without a base, without a trace. Without a base, without a trace. <laughs> uh, for you, we... No flare lost up there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's no a, child left there's behind. A... <laughs> <laughs> right. no, no child left incorrect. up there. <laughs> that's incorrect. Uh, Is anal August, that's the other half of the year from fisting February, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. sure. Yeah, they... I get them mixed up a lot. I have a. Yeah, I have an app. It's a solstice thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's measured relative fall to the behind. solstice. <laughs> Spring forward, fall back, get up yeah. in there. Yeah. Uh, there's a sign at this. Uh, there's a sex shop on Santa Monica that every August they put up the Happy Anal August oh, sign. It's a promotion okay. that they run, and uh, we've adopted it. Yeah, it's something that our, our listeners have found really inspiring. And we try and, on Jordan Jesse Go, there's a lot of joking and a lot of laughing. But we sure. also try and give back to the community. Mm-hmm. And this is part of what we do to um, to help everybody to help everybody out there be the best of the, them they can be. Just repeating something that someone else came up with without giving them any sponsorship. Yeah, no, I mean this is <laughs> like, we're not no credit, no advertisement. We're not getting we're not getting paid, and we prefer not to credit them it, it, sure. except purely for clarification purposes. <laughs> yeah, um, the point is that uh, you know as Jefferson or. Uh, Benjamin Franklin or something mm-hmm. says, he who lights his taper at mine does not reduce my flame or something along those George lines. Said that. Yeah. yeah. Um, moving on up, you know. <laughs> um, then he said, wheezy, wheezy. Yeah. yeah. I'm paraphrasing, of course. Yeah. Actually, for this would be lubing on up. <laughs> lubing on up. No matter what side you're on. Sure. Lubing, lubing on, on up. up. Hey, you know what? Maybe the, the spirit of this call. Yeah. Should we mm-hmm. declare declare the rest of 2017 mm-hmm. a year of anal August? Yes. So let's just say for this year, because we forgot, uh-huh. September, October, November, December, uh-huh. all anal August. Really? Yeah. That is extraordinary. I think I think the country needs it. Right. I certainly need it. Yeah. And. I think that it would it would do the listenership good mm-hmm. to know that the the morals and the teachings of anal August don't stop on August thirty first. Nope. Spring forward. Yeah. Fall back. Yeah. Get up in there. Yeah. A year of anal August. 
I recommend that everyone out there read that memoir of that ballet dancer who really liked it up the butt. And that was like what the memoir was about. And there was like a lot of stuff in, in fancy, like the New Yorker and uh, uh-huh. that was and but the New York Times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Richnikoff. <laughs> I, I have Emmys, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well deserved, sir. Well deserved. Yeah. One was just taken away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Granted, you stole them while visiting the set of Cheers. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's my recommendation, just mm-hmm. for enrichment. Yeah. For oh, an enrichment program. Sorry, did Butt Richikoff dance in the Buttcracker? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Butt Ballet. <laughs> Hashtag Doorfunk. We're all working on it. We're all doing a Rolodex right now of like on one, one column. What about like, ballet do I know? <laughs> yeah. You can take the man from the At Midnight, but you can't yes, take the At Midnight from the <laughs> I, man. will never be canceled in my heart. <laughs> um, let's take another call. Hi, Jordan and Jesse. This is Kristen calling from New York with a momentous occasion. I just opened a new box of Special K and poured myself a bowl. Something was not quite right with the texture of the cereal. Uh, I ended up pulling shards of glass out of my mouth this morning. So I'm hoping I didn't swallow any, but I think only time will tell. All right. Love the show. Bye. That's dope. Yeah. I want to hear more about foreign objects. That's nice that she's so calm about this. I, I would call that very special K. Yeah, sure. Lawsuit K? Is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it seems like she's got some money coming from the General Mills Corporation or whatever, Kellogg's. What do you think you can get? What the K stands for? What Probably do you think is. you can get out of some shards? <sighs> Boy. Um, you know how, how just friends, once a year- Friends fly free, free voucher? Friends fly free. You know how once a year Captain Crunch does oops all berries? <laughs> yeah. You're, you get oops you get all a, glass. <laughs> oops all glass. oops all shards yeah you get oops all shards yeah whoopsie daisy mouth trauma bloody surprise yeah a, yeah a prize after each box <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah so I think I think that I think you get access to special cereals the shard rock shake mm-hmm once yeah a <laughs> once a year and the McShiv <laughs> the McRib but it's been sharpened to a point. I definitely I feel like this is a subject I want to open out both mm-hmm. on our Reddit, maximumfun.reddit.com. Yeah. And on Twitter with the hashtag JJGo and from folks calling us in two zero six nine eight four four fun. What foreign objects have you found in your <laughs> consumer product? <laughs> yeah. Are you one of those frog burrito people? Yeah. I feel like every time you hear about one of those Which, which way does that go, by the way? Because you know I found a burrito I in my frog. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, there I love it though. <laughs> this frog ate a tiny burrito and swallowed it whole. That's cute. Foil's still on. Yeah. Um, what uh, What were you about to say, Jordan? Sorry, uh, I feel right? like that's every time you hear about I f- uh, this person is suing this company because of a thing and a thing. It's mm-hmm. all. It's usually always a frog. And I mean, it always strikes me as a scam. This person just found a frog and shoved it in a thing so they could. How would get... that not be noticed? Like, yeah, that seems a too bug, big sure, and weird. A glass of shard. You know, is that like what happens when you're disappointed at the results of a frog jumping contest? <laughs> yeah, right. You take your guy and shove him in a box of cereal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take a few pictures for Instagram. Yeah, I think so. See what you can get out of it. Mm -hmm. It's like the equivalent of sending them off to the glue factory. Right, exactly. You're gonna be you're gonna be a Carl's Jr. scam. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I'd like to know what people have found a frog in. Give us a call. I've never found anything in in anything. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Rob, you found anything in anything? 
No, but now I feel like I get up my game. Yeah. Start looking. Let's all find some stuff and some stuff. <laughs> for some reason. For August. For August. <laughs> yes, in the spirit of August, <laughs> year round. Let's find some stuff and some stuff. For some reason, when that woman said that the texture of her special K seemed wrong, in my head, I was absolutely already had decided that she had accidentally gotten Raisin Bran in a special K box. Oh, that would be funny and cute. That would be adorable. Yeah. But it's not as cute as finding a frog in there. Nah, those guys are great. Here you got those big hoppy legs. Sure. Where are you going, buddy? <laughs> so well, she had special cane. It tasted delightfully crunchy. She thought something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. There's more flavor in this than there usually is. Oh, it's glass in my own blood. <laughs> what's, a, what's, in a, what's in a special K? I think it's just a flake. Yeah. I think there are variants now where you get a little freeze-dried strawberry or a freeze-dried yeah, blueberry. Like astronaut strawberries go in there. Yeah. Like ones that are discarded by NASA. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Why yeah. did it take... Too oblong for NASA. <laughs> it's going in the box. Why did it take so long for them to add freeze-dried strawberries to our favorite cereals? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think probably the technology just wasn't there. We're not think, cheap enough. I think they're all in the pocket of wet strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wet strawberry sends its goons over. <laughs> nice desiccator you got there. What are you using it for? <laughs> <laughs> Be a shame if some moisture you got into these strawberries. <laughs> Be a real shame. It's me, a strawberry goon. <laughs> 206-984-4FUN or JJGO at MaximumFun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Going into a bullseye interview, I know that it's somebody who does amazing work. I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, that's interesting. I never thought about that. Is that possible? Is that's that true? possible. Yeah. Should I check with your therapist? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I will be. <laughs> Who are you, dude? You all over the place. I got a lot of respect for you, man. That's that's dope. Bullseye. Creators you know. Creators you need to know. Find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Hey, Londoners. Do not miss out on your chance to see the Beef and Dairy Network, Jordan Jesse Go, and Judge John Hodgman live at the London Podcast Festival from September 13th through 17th. Tickets are still available. So realize what you've done wrong and fix it. Get those tickets. For more information, go to MaximumFun.org and check out the live shows on the right side of the page. Go! Do it! It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Rob Kuttner is replying, replying to a text message like, like a he's got millennial. a family I'm or sexting with Anthony Weiner, okay? <laughs> I feel like it's only polite to respond. Yeah, no, it's true. I'd probably sext him back. Yeah, see what if happens. Anthony, if Weiner, I mean, that is an iconic sexter. Absolutely. <laughs> it seems like you, it would be, how, how could you say no? I know, it's just like I have it in auto-reply, you know. My I penis can... is out of the office. <laughs> <laughs> An auto-response dick fuck. I think that would be a good way to get people to step emailing on Brick. <laughs> Auto-reply dick pic. Innovative. Yeah. Innovative. Innovative. Another sponsor. <laughs> yeah. We got a lot, of, a lot of good stuff. Cumin. Auto-reply dick pics. Hashtag auto-reply dick pic. We're, we're rolling in it. Um, 
this week's Short and Jesse Go is coming to an end here. Oh, boy. Rob Kuttner's got a brand new book. It's called Shrinkage. You can purchase it at your local comics, comics book retailer. Is there, uh, is there... Actually, no. No? Only in L.A. you can get it at Gold Apples. Otherwise, you have to go to, um, to my website, robcutner.com slash shop. Or on Comixology, if you're the digital kind. I and do. I, know you are. I like to go to robcutner.com slash shop, but I mostly just go there for the hot teas. <laughs> we send them to you hot. Yeah. yeah. Enormous <laughs> amount of energy. <laughs> right. And wasted packaging. Scalding. Goes yeah, you get scalded. It just splashes in your face. I recommend you opening a, a tap. We have a, like a hot, cold running water tap. Oh, Got it. Right nice. from my teas to your house. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Uh, I have read Trick Engine. I think it is very, very funny and cool. I think it is definitely, if you are a fan of uh, comic books and uh, zany humor, you uh, should definitely get a copy. It's it's great. I really loved it. Can I just interject? Please. Um, I feel like we're marketing to the wrong people. <laughs> no, I know. Like, listen, I know all of you out there probably don't read many comics. They're more um, interested in, like, the containerization of international shipping. Yeah. Uh, knots. Sure, I know. We have a nautical audience. God, you guys, the bookends, it's amazing. But if you out there are listening to this and you're like, oh, I have a friend or I've got a, you know, a sibling or a cousin who likes these these comic books, mm-hmm. um, let them know that, you, that shrinkage When you go for your terrific. weekly visitation. Yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, at you're, the home. You're a strange, you're, yes, you're a strange <laughs> grandfather. Uh, let them know. <coughs> shrinkage is where it's at. I loved it. Can I uh, can I ask a favor of our audience? Yes. Are you okay? Are oh, you I'm okay. I was going to let yeah, that sure. hang there yeah, for yeah. minutes. Um, I I got a tweet from somebody the other day mm-hmm. that said that they love Jordan Jesse Goat. They've been listening for years and years mm-hmm. and years and years, but they would never recommend it. It's their little secret. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. That's a bad way to think about it. That's the worst compliment ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the you're attractive and I think this person's attractive. Yeah, it's I will fuck you when I'm drunk. I, <laughs> it's that of podcasts. I want to make this week Jordan Jesse Go fans go public week. <laughs> yeah, out and proud. We have therapy groups. <laughs> <laughs> we want to connect Victims you. of Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> <laughs> we want to connect you to other people who've suffered through this Hi, program. Hi, my name is Tomas, and I've been listening for five years. <laughs> uh, Hi, Tomas. Yes. Uh, I realized what a waste it was. I, uh, uh, so this week, this is what I would like to ask. Yeah. If you're a Jordan Jesse Go fan, if you enjoy Jordan Jessica, whether you're new to it or whether mm-hmm. you've been with us for 10 years, whether uh, you're one of these people that started on episode one for some reason mm-hmm. and then have listened to every single episode. If you only listened, if you've only listened to the two Rob Kuttner episodes. <laughs> yeah. If you're just a, if, you're, if you're my mom. Yeah. <laughs> real cut maniac. Yeah. What were they Cutnerito. called? Cut I'm going to sing that to Despacito in just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That'd be great. Um, what I would ask of you is this week, recommend Jordan Jesse Go to someone. Yeah. Yeah, you can put Cheer. throw in a throw in an Apple Podcasts link. Sure, uh, throw in a link to the website. Uh, Share it with someone you tolerate. Yeah, <laughs> someone that you think has a lot of time to waste. <laughs> sure, you know. Yeah, somebody, someone who's upset with the amount of Radio Lab repeats there are. Somebody with a lonely job. Mm-hmm. Someone who has run out of Canadian dickers to watch while folding their laundry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, someone who's already completed listening to Stop Podcasting yourself. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, someone who is considering dipping their toes into podcasts not hosted by McElroy's. A, a, a pet who needs something on so they're not lonely while you're at work. 
Yeah. Someone who's doing an audio test for their their software, their recording software. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, or somebody who just wants to check out their stereo wow, 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 wow. Someone who's trying to keep the police on the line so they can track down the killer. Are you... <laughs> <laughs> are you are you in a one of those lowrider contests where to test the speakers instead of playing a song they just play a tone? Yeah, you, we could be that. <laughs> yeah, it could be a really long ringtone too. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I think this is a perfect ringtone. Listen to the whole episode before you pick up the phone <laughs> every time. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, hello. Hi, John. It's your mother. <laughs> It rang and rang. It's, I listened for about 70 minutes. It's my beloved character, John's mom. John's mom. John's mom. <laughs> Hi, John. That's what he, she's famous for I saying. I gave birth to you anyway. <laughs> Which John is that? Uh, uh, John Frankenheimer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he also does John Bon Jovi's mom. But it's, <laughs> he's saving that for his SNL edition. Yeah. Hi, John, without an H. Mm-hmm. It's your mother. <laughs> <laughs> That's You're beloved character. in New Jersey. That's, anyway. That's how that character goes. But sincerely, this week, yeah. recommend Jordan It Jesse was a go good week. episode. Share JJ Go. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I think we can make real headway. I think we can too. If think of it this way. If our if both of our listeners each tell two listeners, sure. then they tell they two will. listeners, then they so tell on. two listeners, and so on, and so on, and, and so, so on. forth, we'll be rich. Yeah, cha-ching. It'll be like analogous in September. And this yeah. skin so soft lotion also repels bugs. Oh my gosh, it does it all. Yeah. So that's that's what I would like everyone out there to do. On the boards this week, Daniel Baruella, our thanks to Daniel, and our thanks to our beloved producer, Brian Sonny D. Fernandez. Brian's going to be back very shortly. Sure. Any uh, day now. Yeah. Brian's, Brian's heading back from sunny old England. <laughs> sunny old England, known for their sunny skies. Is that what, is that what we're calling rehab nowadays? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sunny old England. Rob Cutner, thank you for joining us thank this you. week. Uh, we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.